Welcome back to the Listen to Lamb Chop podcast. This is your host, Gavin Lamb, and joined with me today for the fifth episode in a row is the boy, Cody Spence. Hey, how's it going? What's up, dude? How's life? What you been up to? Uh, just same old, same old. Just working. Working? What'd you do today? You were off today. Uh, play golf today. Golf? Yeah. It's always fun, right? Oh, yeah. Well, it depends. <laughs> it depends, yeah. Depends on how hot it is. Well, that and get back and hit the ball right. That's very true, considering it is a sport. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for coming, man, again. Oh, yeah. Um, so, basically, guys, today, for the fifth episode of Listen to Lamb Chop, we are going to be talking about and discussing anything and everything video games. Um, I'd say that Cody and I are somewhat of gamers uh slowed down in the past year or maybe two but before that i think that childhood leading up to our early 20s especially we were pretty hardcore gamers i mean we'd game almost every single night with either each other or a group of people oh yeah um and maybe not even the same game but maybe just hit somebody up in a in a chat and hang out for, you know, virtually for two to three hours while we were playing our own games and stuff like that. So, um, we weren't, you know, very, I mean, we were competitive, but we weren't so competitive that it was something, um, it wasn't career based. Yeah. Dude, I'm sorry, man. You're cold. You should probably turn that fan off. Too late now. I'm not getting up now. I'll turn it off. I'll turn it's, it off. it's all good. I'll turn it off. I got the Miss Daisy blanket going on. It's fine. It's fine. Just you know, while you're while we're thinking about it, go ahead and like, uh, what would you say are your top five favorite games of all time? Ooh, on anything. Uh, top five. Well, so Red Dead Redemption is definitely up there. Shadows of the Empire, Star Wars. That's that was on the uh, the sixty four. Shadows of the Empire. Yeah. Is that the one that had Dash Randar? Yeah. Um, let's see, Mario Tennis on Game Boy Color. Ooh. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, this one, <clears throat> this one uh, might be number one, but it just might be because uh, of just the memories. Uh, so my first console ever was the uh, Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo, yeah, it's a good one. First game I ever got, and uh, it was the only video game my mother would ever uh, would ever play, and me and her played this game all the time. I never played it by myself. <laughs> what was the o- game? Only with my mother, uh, Goof Troop. Goof Troop with Goofy. Yeah, I don't even remember that game. It was fun. What all did you have to do? Uh, I mean, the storyline is something about, like, uh, Pete gets kidnapped by pirates. You gotta go save Pete and... Oh, Pete. Yeah. It's Old all good. Pete. Um, so... Uh, that's four. Uh... Oh, well, yeah, what's your fifth? Sorry. Fifth, fifth, fifth. Uh... Uh... Grand Theft Auto. No, I hate that game. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. <laughs> uh, Mortal uh, Kombat. No. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. I can't think of a fifth one. Um, Any game. Any game for any console. I'm thinking, thinking, thinking. (sighs) All right, look. While Cody's thinking on his fifth game, 
basically the point of today's podcast anyway besides talking anything and everything video games we're going to go over some of our absolute favorite video games of all time as well as our favorite consoles controllers companies uh, etc and we're also going to do a brief comparison between pc and console and take some of the pros and cons of each also just uh, guys, I just want to plug this in here right now. Go ahead and get it over with. But if you want to go to uh, hewouldlovefirst.com and go check out the gear and get some bracelets, hats, t-shirts, and show HWLF some love, go ahead and snag some of it and use my discount code all caps GLTV for ten percent off. Um, with that being said, though, let's go ahead and continue this and um, get into the meat and potatoes of the gaming realm. So. Uh, and you named four, Cody. What's your fifth? I mean, I can go ahead and name mine, and then you can come back to you. You go ahead and do yours. Okay, because I, I, I've been thinking about this one. And so mine are uh, probably Super Mario Brothers 3 on the Game Boy, Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo 64, Ratchet & Clank for PlayStation 2, 3, whatever, um, also Red Dead Redemption 2, Great game. And uh, Grand Theft Auto V is probably tied with Assassin's Creed 3 and Valhalla because I loved both of those Assassin's games. And Grand Theft Auto is just my... It's just a, it's a safe go-to when you don't know what else to play because you can do whatever you want to. It's a free roam, open-world game, and I absolutely love it. So uh, that's mine. Um, you got a number five? I got it. All right, what is it? All right. I totally forgot about this one. This one, oh, man. Star Wars Battlefront Two on the PS2. Oh, that is such a good one. Dude, I, I almost forgot about yeah. that. I almost, like, discredited the Battlefront games. I have not even thought about those. But that one was, it was the best Battlefront oh, game of all time. Of all time on the PS2. Way better than the ones they make now. Dude, we played that for hours and hours. I didn't know you then. But we may have been in a lobby together. Uh, I never played online back then. What? Yeah, it was just uh, it was just conquest. It was all online. No, not about no, no. Oh, you mean yeah, yeah. Was, you could just play. You could play online, yeah. but it was also just the. I mean, you could play online. conquest. Was just all the other soldiers. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you, yeah I know. It was before I did the uh, galactic conquest. Big you go online from planet to planet. Right. Yeah. Big online battlefront came when they revamped it and did the first battlefront for PS4. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's the bundle I got. So that's what I was playing um, a lot of when I first got my PlayStation Four. Um. So. What is the most recent game that you've played and completed? Because I'll just I'll I'll go ahead and and say this for Cody. Oh yeah, go ahead. For a long time, and maybe <laughs> even still, still now, still. Cody had a real issue with completing video games. He would get really excited, pre-order these games, get them, start playing them, and then a week or two, maybe not even a nah, week. Or give two, me maybe. a month. No, 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 no. It was like it was it was like All maybe right, two, give me weeks. two weeks. <laughs> And you just get either stuck or bored with it and then just not want to go further. And then you just start looking at another game. It's mostly bored. Uh, 
It's mostly, <laughs> or I get busy or something, and he I used just to, forget he, about it. He used to just grind my gears. I was like, dude, you got to finish. You have got to. You still have not finished the story for Red Dead Redemption 2. Nope. And it's one of my favorite games of all time. And, and uh, yeah, like I'm right there at the end, too. Oh, man, you, gotta, <laughs> you just got to go do it. Just do it. Nike, bro. Just go in there and do it. Um. I'm on the verge of finishing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm very, very close, like like the tail end. But before that, I couldn't even tell you the last game that I completed. Probably, um, oh, I know what it was. I think it was Modern Warfare Remastered. Um, okay. When for Call of Duty, when they when they did that, they brought it back out and remastered it. Because I had actually never played that game, or Modern Warfare Two Remastered. Maybe that was it. I had never actually played that game the first time, so this is my first playthrough of it, and I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a really, really fun game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that was the last one I probably completed other than, you know, and I, it's taken me probably three and a half, almost four months now to, to play through Valhalla because I've only been playing probably one night a week for about an hour um, each time I get to play, so... Parenthood. Parenthood kind of changes things a little bit. When you were when he was really really little and just napping a lot, sleeping just like a knot on a log in one stationary place, gaming was pretty easy as long as you could get him comfortable and take a nap or go to sleep. Gaming was not an issue. Um, a few months later, though, when he became more high maintenance, especially after the first years over, um, man, I mean, they will run you rugged and. You just, you don't have time. Like, you want you go to work, you come home, you, you play with them, you get them dinner, give them a bath, get them ready, get their jammies on, nighttime diapers, all this kind of stuff. And then you're like, all right, as soon as he goes to bed, I'll play a video game. Well, after you're done doing all that stuff, and then you feed yourself, and then you take your shower and everything, you're ready for bed too. So, I mean, I would, I would tell myself night after night, Tonight I'm playing. Tonight I'm playing a game. Tonight I'm getting on with the boys, whatever. Whatever it may be. And I just, you know, nine out of ten times it doesn't happen. <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah, you don't get on at all. I know. Uh, I try every now and then, but it's just, it's different now. Uh, I, I think YouTube now. That's it. Like, what? Like, watch YouTube when I get home from work. Yeah, that's true, that's too. It. That's all I do. Yeah, I, that'll, that'll actually make me actually lazy enough to not go play video games right now it was like i'll just sit i'll just sit somewhere and be really comfortable not want to get up and go upstairs to turn the playstation on i mean it's, i know it's super sad but it's like oh, i'll just watch this video it's fine um but that's the reality of it to be honest with you um let's see notable and best gaming companies in my opinion this is my personal ubisoft rockstar Activision, EA, Sony, Nintendo, and Epic Games. Uh, you got any more that you could think of off the top of your head that aren't encompassed in that? Capcom. Capcom, okay. Uh, uh, Bethesda. Or, or, or Bethesda. Bethesda, yeah. Bethesda. Yep, yep. That's a good um, one, too. They did, uh, what was that, The Last of Us? Skyrim. Skyrim? Yeah. Who did The Last of Us? Bethesda? That was or Mad a, Dog. A, Is Mad Dog one too? Naughty Dog or Mad Naughty Dog? Dog. Naughty that's Dog. That's it. Yeah. So best, uh, I think we named almost all of them. They're like big time. Square Onyx. Square Onyx. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Um, 
Are there any that are just exclusive to PC? Do you know? Not that I know of. Nothing. I don't know either. Um, styles of video games. We got RPG, action games, simulation games, adventure games, strategy games, sports games, puzzle games. So, Cody, what's your favorite style or type? Uh, growing up, it was always uh, RPG or like shooter RPG. Like Call of Duty type, like, you know, there's a story line, but it's the first person shooter, but you know what I'm saying. But now it's more of a, maybe more of a uh, kind of a sandbox. Uh, I do like my uh, survival. Um, and here lately, I've been getting a lot into uh, strategy. Strategy, yeah, yeah. You always told me you love the strategy games. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to pull up this link here that. I sent myself, well, apparently I sent myself a text that said I'm driving. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. Always be safe. Wait, Um, wait, 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 wait. You were texting while you were driving? Apparently I texted myself. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I wasn't texting while I was driving. The phone must have done it. I'm I'm innocent. I almost Uh said I'm guilty. I'm innocent. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. We have the uh, action games are uh, are just that. Games where the player is in control and at the center of the action, which is mainly comprised of physical challenges player must overcome. Um, you got platformer and shooter games, fighting games, beat-em-up, stealth, survival, rhythm. And then under action-adventure games... Um, most frequently incorporate two game mechanics, um, game long quest or obstacles that must be conquered using a tool or item collected, as well as an action element where items are used. Um, my favorite, probably, I don't know, man, probably uh, action, action adventure, and uh, RPG. A mix of those three probably would be like my fine. Well, first person shooter though, you're all about. Yeah, those are really good too. Um, those are those are really fun. Also, sports games. I never rule out a good sports game. I used to sit down and play NCAA 14 for days at a time with different teams, seeing how far I could go in the playoffs. <laughs> you know, because that was the last collegiate video game that you could ever get because of the lawsuit and everything you know i miss the uh, ncaa basketball games oh i'm telling you those were the best i'm telling you all the collegiate games were the best and they took them away from us all because of this lawsuit and like they should have just done it without having the likeness of the players and then just had those games if we could just have those games back i don't care who it is i just want the team represent the team Mm mm-hmm and be able to play because it was so fun, man. I'm telling you, it was just absolutely fun. You can make your own team with your own friends. Yeah, exactly. That dude, that was the best. That was one of the best things about the old Madden games too. They create a team. You create your own team. I had one that was like the um, the Miami Pythons or like the Atlanta Spiders or something. It was just <laughs> like it was it was outlandish, but it was super fun just to play with all those. Um, So, uh, yeah, I mean, I could play an RPG for hours or a sports game for hours, first-person shooter for hours. Um, 
I think that uh, one thing we definitely need to talk about is a big deal in the gaming world the past few years has been the ability to finally cross-platform online play between PC, Xbox, and PlayStation 4 gamers. Um, Waited a very long time for that to happen, and even though it's really cool and it's what we all wanted, it's a pretty eye-opening moment, and we realized that the grass wasn't necessarily greener on the other side. Um we uh we wanted it because a lot of our friends played pc and not console and we wanted it so that we could play against um xbox players uh but here's the thing with that all the all the people that i play with that are on say playstation yeah complain about well he's on pc he can you know that's like like on uh, call of duty well, that's what I'm saying about yeah. how it's not always greener on the other side. Yeah. We wanted it so bad. No, he's but on it's, PC. He can... Well, yeah, yeah, no, it's true, though. I mean, it's true. I mean, I'm it's not, I'm way not saying that, that it is or it's not, but that's what we wanted. Well, I mean, 100% has so been proven that it's way well, faster. I mean, yeah, I mean you I play... Know, a, you, you, when, you play in, when you're playing, like, PlayStation, you see the icon in the corner that says PC. Those people... They're not lagging, and they shoot you, and you're dead just all of a sudden. Like in in all the console players, it's just that the system's not fast enough to keep up. So it's not actually fair gameplay, and it's actually even more celebrated when you are a console player that can actually kill someone that's playing PC because it's a it's an extra feat. Um, just pull the trigger and don't let go. But yeah, it's like a it was like a yeah exactly. You just start spraying. Well, I got him. He's PC. I got him. Um, but it was one of those things where we all wanted it until we actually got it. And then we realized it wasn't actually what we thought it would be because it made, um, this unfair balance between the, uh, the PC that has a better, better system. It runs smoother, faster, stronger than the consoles can sometimes. And with just the click of just moving the mouse and the keyboard, um, and just pressing that button, it was easier than using the controller for a console. Um, so it's something that we, we all figured out we wanted for years and years and years. We finally got it. And it is cool. Don't get me wrong. It's awesome that you can play with people um, from around the globe and uh, play with people that have different um, play styles than you and different consoles and methods and pcs and stuff like that i think it's awesome that you can actually get together now without having to be like well i really like playstation 4 but you know what i'm gonna get a pc so i can play with johnny down the street now you don't have to you can play with johnny down the street as long as the game that you're playing is cross-platform compatible and uh you got it going on um but i think it's funny though in a way, because we all wanted it, and then we realized, hey, this is now everyone's complaining about it, like Cody said. Well, with me, though, like, we got it now, right as I kind of quit playing. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, that's how it always works, I feel like. Um, they teased they teased it for years when we were still actually playing hardcore, and then finally it just dropped a couple years ago, so it wasn't exactly, uh, you know, it, it the timing wasn't right for us necessarily, but we still got to play with it some. I mean, right before my son was born, we were playing Call of Duty nonstop, the newest one, mm-hmm. and uh, we were tearing it up. So, uh, so did you know 
Guys, today in the fifth episode of Listen to Lamb Chop, I just want to introduce a new segment into the podcast. Uh, we're going to start adding a few did you know fun facts into our main topic for each episode. So, you know, get used to this. I hope you'll like it. Um, but this is the very first time we're going to do it. Um, interesting gaming fun facts that I found on GameInformer.com. So, did you know Master Chief, the guy that did the voice for Master Chief in all the Halo games, was actually a radio DJ and is more famously known as Steve Downs. He was a radio DJ back in the night in the 1970s. Most recently on Chicago's WDRV, The Drive. Did you know that? Um, and apparently, Lara Croft from Tomb Raider was it, um, originally supposed to be Laura Cruz. Did you know that? No. Apparently, the guy said that he wanted um, he wanted it to be a more British-sounding name to appeal to the British customers for whatever reason. So I'm not sure why they changed it. I don't know why that was a thing, but he changed it from she always uh, had a British accent, Laura Cruz right? to Laura Croft. Yeah, I mean, Angelina Jolie had it, I'm pretty sure. When she did it. And then a couple more of the uh, fun facts. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog is inside all of us. Did you know that? What does that mean? (laughs) Um, A gene in a protein that separates your right brain from your left brain and determines you have two eyes is called Sonic Hedgehog. The gene symbol is SHH. The name wasn't inspired directly by the game, but a comic book series. A British postdoc named Robert Riddle drew inspiration from a Sonic comic his six-year-old daughter was reading. The gene appropriately has a spiky appearance. That's pretty cool. It's an interesting fun fact. Um, also, Nintendo's drug is a banana. In the Game Boy title Final Fantasy Legend 2, the player encountered a group of opium smugglers, but Nintendo's censorship guidelines wouldn't allow that to fly in the U.S. version. Instead of selling opium, the drug dealers were forced to peddle bananas in the back alleys of this world. (laughs) Uh, That's pretty funny. Also, um, deleting James Bond... In the Nintendo 64 game GoldenEye 007, Rare originally intended to include Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, and Sean Connery as playable characters in multiplayer. That plan was scrapped prior to release, but the characters' models for these famed actors were still on the cartridge. In 2005, a group called the Rare with the uh, the group called the Rare Witch Project cracked the game's code and found them. So, we were supposed to be able to play with those characters all along, but apparently weren't able to. I never played that game. Um, you never played any of those? Mm. Man, I, I liked um, 007, and they had the other James Bond game for 64, which uh, the world was not enough. I played both of those. Man, we used to love going in that. You'd play split screen with your bros, and... Uh, it was always a fight to see who could get the golden gun because the golden gun was a one shot, one kill. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was so fun. And then I remember just if it would be split screen, two of us playing, we would team up and we'd turn on like six bots 
and we'd be running around a map on each other's team like spies and uh, like James Bond. And we had like six bots turned all the way up to like the, the hardest difficulty trying to run around and kill us. So pretty cool. Um, let's see. Let's go ahead and get into favorite console of all time and favorite controller of all time. What's your favorite console? PS2. PS2? I'm going to have to go with, um, I, man, it's hard. Well, uh, I, I kind of answer kind of quick on that one. <laughs> Mine is pretty, like, both of my answers are very synonymous with each other, and it's because I just absolutely loved those games. Those games really changed me and, and molded me, like, who I was as a gamer, I think. Um, I'd say my favorite console is Nintendo 64. And based on how it felt in your hands and the accessibility to all the buttons, I'd say that the controller is also the Nintendo 64 controller. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with the the controller. Yeah, the controller just it was it was amazing. It was it's the most outlandish looking controller. I mean, it was simple, it, it, dude. It, it looks <laughs> it like the simple. wildest looking controller yeah. ever, though. But it was but it so just fit. It just worked, and it just felt good in your hands when you were playing. Oh yeah, just, I love that trigger button. It just yeah, it was know, so right? easy to hit that trigger yeah. button. Now, one thing that was weird about the Nintendo 64 controller to me was that other knob off to the to the left. I don't think I ever used, used that. It. No one ever used it, dude. It was always the center with the trigger and the other side that had the buttons, the button pad. So I think it was weird. I think somebody, somebody's a freak out there. <laughs> like somebody actually used that other side. Like the uh, pinky or something, or I, I don't know, I don't know man. Like I don't even know. Like that, I tried dude. to hold it like that one time, and I was like, "There's no point because you can't hit the trigger button." That trigger button Unless was you got, always like, a table in front of it doing that. The yeah, I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know, man. It's not. It was made for you to hold it like this, and I'm not sure what the other part was for. It was kind of an unnecessary part. Wait a minute. The other joystick was here, right? And that was the yeah. D-pad. The D pad was on that other side, but I like you hardly ever needed it unless you I mean I guess if you wanted to a lot of games you could hold that side and hold this side you had your buttons over here and you could operate your character through the d-pad instead of the joystick it gave you that option so you're using so your right hand would be on the trigger no 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 your right I, hand would be on know, the other man. side and your left hand would be on the other side and then you wouldn't use the trigger unless you had to and you'd I have to know. switch your hand over but other than that, you'd have to just use the D-pad over here and the buttons over here, and you're just holding it. But no one, that's what I'm saying, like, no one ever did that. Yeah. You always had the middle and the trigger and then the, the buttons mm-hmm. over here. So, like, A, B, all that stuff, the yellow arrows, um, special buttons, and then, obviously, the up-top bumper buttons. So, uh, so we have the same controller, but... You said you answered kind of quick with the console. You want to change that, or you think? Well, I was thinking, I was thinking sixty four, but because of the uh, games, though. Yeah. Like I just enjoyed the PS two games more. PS two was awesome. Um, when I finally got a PlayStation two, I got it from a KB Toys at the mall. My dad, we went in there to buy G.I. Joe's, and my dad was just like, hey, why don't you put the G.I. Joe's back? And I was like, Dad, why? And he's like, well, we put the G.I. Joe's back. I might buy you a PlayStation 2 if you want one. Is that and a I was might like, or a yes? <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. I will go put the G.I. Joe's up. <laughs> and then 
the funny thing was, so my dad was a preacher. I grew up in the church and everything, and uh, I'm a Christian. So the funny thing was, at one of my buddy's houses, the only game that I knew of for PlayStation 2 was Grand Theft Auto 3. <laughs> and so I told my dad, and my dad didn't know better, like, I guess. But he was like, well, what game do you want? And I said, well, you know, the only game I know of, just name that one. So I was like, Grand Theft Auto 3. And I guess he asked for it, and the guy was like, you know, it's rated M for Mature. And my dad was just like, I don't know what that means, but yeah, we want it. So we get it. I go home, and I'm playing it, get it all loaded up and everything. Very first game I ever play for PlayStation 2, and it's my own. And it's uh, Saturday Saturday night. I play it real late. I wake up early Sunday morning. I'm playing it before church. My mom walks in, and I guess I'm picking up a hooker. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> And I and the car just it just shows you pick her up and then I guess it doesn't show anything else but the car starts to rock and it's very inappropriate and uh, I was like you know what I just uh, I I didn't know what to do but my mom said listen this is an inappropriate game you're no longer allowed allowed to play it I was like mom I just got this console I I, I have to be able to play the game she goes. You can turn the volume all the way down and do not ever pick up another woman in the car. <laughs> and I said, yes, ma'am. So I remember the funniest part was uh, going to school later on and telling that story when I was, like, I guess in fifth grade to my fifth grade teacher who worked um, you know, diagonally across the hall from my mother. So she did not like it very well that I was telling everybody that I played Grand Theft Auto and that I picked up hookers in my oh, car. My and then the car started to rock like an earthquake. But I have always thought about that as being a very funny memory of when I got my first PlayStation 2. Um, I would have never been able to play that game. Yeah, no, trust me. I would have never been able to play that game either if my parents actually knew what was going on. I mean, I couldn't play Pokemon. Well, that's just sad. <laughs> that's sad. It was evil. Evil. Yeah, little demons. Demons. Yeah, I mean, Pikachu kind of looks demonic, I guess. Yeah. I'll zap you with that electricity. Shoot. Um, yeah, man, uh, that was always really, really fun. So I'm going to let you kind of take, take this by the wheel here for a minute and, um, talk a little bit about PC versus the console debate and which one you think is actually King, um, which one we prefer. I know I prefer console, but I'm kind of biased to console because I've never played yeah. PC. Um, the idea of playing on a PC just doesn't appeal to me, to be honest with you. But, I, you know, I'm not opposed to trying it one day. Uh, maybe we'll do a video on that. Maybe just bring over your PC and let me try to play some PC <laughs> games. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, I've never wanted to. I've always loved the, um, you know, I don't want to play, if I want to play a game on the computer, I want to play a computer game. You know what I mean? I don't want to play the games that I play on consoles on a computer and that's just kind of like the way I feel about it well but, that uh, I understand yeah like I, I you know what I mean like I like the way that a controller feels in my hand and I like the way that I've always been able to either put a disc in and now you know download games but like I love the console feel I so don't me know personally uh you know especially with a with a first person shooter mm -hmm. you, it's got to be console yeah, 100%. It's got to be console. Uh, but that's just me, like my personal thing. 
but so I'm kind of new with the with the PC, uh, you know, yeah, uh, aspect. But within within like the at reason least the last two years, right? Yeah. yeah. But now the reason why I do like PC is uh, just I mean it's you got so much more to choose from as far as as games, and especially as far as indie games. Like, there's just so much out there on Steam. Yeah. Like, so like, I mean, console's great. Console, in my opinion, this is just, for me, is better, like I said, for, for first-person shooters, stuff like that, but for online play. Like, you know, with friends. Yeah. But uh, as far as PC, PC's great for, uh, I mean, it's just, there's just so much. I mean, there's there's stuff you can do with the PC or games you can play that you would never be able to play on a console. Like for example, okay, so so for example, uh, I've been getting real big into uh, you know strategy stuff, right? Yeah, commanded uh, like armies and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. having having these men move here and these men, you can't do that on the uh, on on the PlayStation. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just me personally. So but, for you, it comes down to the style. Yeah, and there's a time. There's like a time and a place for for everything. So yeah. there's a time for you. My first person shooters, I'll, it's always on my console. Con- console. My strategy games, always on my PC. Okay, I mean that's fair enough. That makes sense. Um, and and so I'm not a big strategy person. So mainly the adventure, action adventure games, open world games, and first person shooter games that I tend to play the most of would. All you would tend all, to be on all be, yeah. console anyway. Oh yeah. So I don't. Maybe that makes sense. Maybe that's why it doesn't appeal to me. Maybe one day I'll be more interested in maybe PC or something like that. Maybe I'll get like a really expensive one, <laughs> just right off the bat. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I've never, I've never really been interested in it, and I've always been a console guy. Uh, PlayStation, preferably. I'm not opposed to Xbox, but um, I'm definitely Team PlayStation. Did you ever have Xbox? No, well, that's not true. When my buddy left um, for the Air Force, he was like, dude, listen, I'm going to be gone for a long time. I can't take this with me to basic and all that. When I get out of basic, I'm just going to buy myself whatever new console is out for Xbox. So he gave me his 360 because I played a lot of games with him on there. And he was like, dude, just keep playing if you want. Like I had a PlayStation 3 and stuff, but he gave me his 360 and... um I took that home with me, and I actually still have it till this day, but um, it was kind of beat up. It was older anyway, so he was definitely going to get a new one when he got you know out of basic training and, and settled into the Air Force and everything. So, But yeah, I still actually have that, so I technically kind of own uh, Xbox 360 still, but you know, yeah. even when I had it, I only played like UFC and FIFA on yeah, it. Yeah, but you love the PS3. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I, I had the P- PS2, and then I got the PS3, and then the PS4. I've had those three lines. I never had the original PlayStation. See, um, I had the original PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, I played the original PlayStation at Devin and Derek's house growing up, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's, uh, I've always been team PlayStation. And, let me, and one other thing, talking about controllers, going back to controllers, you know, you can call me biased all you want to. The PlayStation controllers have always tended, like they they've always been a lot more they feel comfortable. Better. Yeah, in they're my slimmer. hand, yeah, they're more compact. They're they feel good. 
Um, I remember, I think it was the 360, or maybe, yeah, I think it was the 360 was the first Xbox controller that was just kind of like, this thing is super bulky. Or maybe it was the first. I think it was the first X. Well, it was the first Xbox. One of them, I was like, this does not feel, I think it was the 360, bro. I think it was Xbox 360. I was just like, this is the bulkiest thing. I just, you know, after playing it for a while, I got more used to it. But your grip, your your hands are still farther apart than they were for the PlayStation Two or the Three, or even the Four. And I well, think PlayStation Four has probably the most comfortable controller of all the PlayStation controllers so far. Well, I mean, as far as PlayStation controllers, they're all the same. Just about now, the PlayStation. They're, they're all the same. I think PlayStation Three was a little bit different. They had it had a little well, bit of a wider thing, like wider grip. See, to I didn't it. like the PS Three. I am also Team PlayStation, but I would pick 360 over the PS3. Anything. Well, that's what you that's what you did. That's what I had. Yeah, I you had, got the I 360, to... and then you went out and bought a Xbox One, right? Uh, let's see. I had the PS2, and then the uh, 360 and the PS3 came out, and I went with the 360. And then I ended up down the road getting a PS3, uh, you know, buying it used, uh, played it for about a week, and never played it again. <laughs> yeah, but right after you got a PS4, right? it was like I think it was just a little bit after. Oh you yeah, got right PS4, after I got the PS4, got the I also got Xbox One, and then I didn't like it. You didn't like the Xbox One? I mean, it's you all just right. bought it just for Halo, right? That's what you said Pretty much, at first. Yeah. So, um, but. Yeah. yeah, I was never. I played Halo at my friend's house with my buddies, but and I liked it. It was nothing wrong with it. It was fun, but it's I fun. just never. It, it just it it just sucks that it's only on, right? Xbox yeah. or PC. Yeah, that's the thing that was kind of you know it kind of sucked for me. But at the same time, I wasn't. That wasn't a make or break thing for me. As like, I if I can't play Halo, like I don't want a PlayStation. Ah, uh, that that's what it was. Uh, that's why I I initially got, got the Xbox One, the uh, the 360. Oh, so what twice was for uh, Halo Three. Now I got the Xbox One because a buddy of mine convinced me to get it because he was getting one too. Oh, I you told me it was for Halo. I think that was for the 360. We dude, because we literally left my house playing PlayStation Four. And you were like, we got to go to Walmart real quick. And we went to Walmart and then. Was, it, I, was like, it with you I got it? Yeah, I had no idea. And then we set up two TVs in my living room in my apartment that night. And I was playing PlayStation 4 and you were playing Xbox One. That was a while back. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun night, though. We were just gaming out in the living room in a little studio apartment. Side of my by room. side, two TVs. <laughs> yeah, two TVs in the living room, baby. That's the best way to do it. Hey, wouldn't mind like a 12-inch? <laughs> it was a small one. Yeah, it was a small <laughs> monitor. Um, So... So kind of to kind of gear into um, the the end of this podcast a little bit. The last thing I kind of want to talk about is um, the magic that used to be the gaming store because um, I think that game shops like uh, GameStop. EB Games, KB Toys, Best Buy, and even the gaming section at Walmart, Target, and even Sears um, 
the age-old process of going to pick out a new video game and physically hold it in your hands and pay for it, and then they put it in a bag, and then you have that bag, and you're just absolutely ready to get home ASAP, as soon as possible, so that you can play that brand new game. Um, that was a good feeling. Yeah, it's the nostalgia of of and the grandness that you can just play that new game um, standing in a place filled with all these awesome games and all you want to do is play them all. And not to mention, pick out the consoles. Some of them are customizable, like you can get whatever color console you wanted. I remember like play, like uh, Nintendo 64, they had all those colors, the solid colors, the see-through colors. Um, and, and then you had... Um, all the add-ons, dude. You had hard, ex- like external hard drives, controllers, memory sticks, memory cards. You remember having to get memory cards for the PlayStation Two and stuff? You had to stick a memory card in there to be able to have a bunch of memory. I had about five memory cards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We, you always had to have multiple memory cards, and you had to get like I remember getting different colored ones, so I'd remember what games yeah, were on what. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, hey, wild. Couldn't you put two in there at once. Yeah, there was a slot one and a slot two, yeah. so you could go to like the main menu and oh. you know pick which one you wanted to pull something off of. Um, but I, you know, wild, wild controllers um, with like built-in. I remember there was one with built-in fans for your hands. It was specifically for racing games, so that your hands wouldn't get sweaty while you were sitting there holding those same controllers down the entire time. You turned on the switch, and it would literally blow air out of the controller. Little fans built into the controller to your palm of your hands so your hands wouldn't sweat while you played. My buddy, um, he broke his PlayStation 2 or something, and he gave me one of those controllers. And I remember I was just like, this is awesome. Like, this is this is the future. I am futuristically playing a video game, and the controller that I'm using has fans in it. I mean, that is crazy. Um, I just thought that was crazy. Um, and uh, – Trade-ins. You remember going in, you had like trade-ins, cheap used games, getting uh, store credit and uh, on a certified GameStop gift card. Uh, oh, by the way, I mentioned EB Games. I did not know this till the other day, but GameStop actually bought out EB Games. That's why a lot of those EB Games locations became GameStops. Um, had no idea that that's what happened. But remember, you got that store credit, put on that certified GameStop gift card, and... Uh, I remember, you know, pre-order incentives to get that extra figurine or poster that came with the game that you could only get if you pre-ordered. You know, where are all my gamers at? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Cody, I know Cody used to pre-order games all the time. I, I did it a couple times. and I mean, it is. It's kind of uh, it's gratifying to walk in. It's like Christmas. Cut the line sometimes. Yeah, you get to cut the line because you, you've pre-ordered. You're not waiting on some, you know, you don't have to wait in the line. You just go in there and be like, yeah, I pre-ordered. Your name's on a list. They give it to you. Yeah, it's sold out, but they got a copy. Yeah, sold out, but they got a copy with For your you. name on it. Yeah. And there's no one gonna, no one else is going to get that copy. Um, and if they did, <laughs> that store's going to be in trouble. You know, know what I mean? So, um, we, uh, the question kind of looming is, do we think that the death or extinction of the game shop as we know it, or as we knew it, um, is soon to come? Oh, yeah. Why or why not? It is. I think so, too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, think about it. The, uh, the PS5 came out, and you had the disc option. 
Right, yeah. The disc and digital option or just the digital option? For $100 cheaper. For cheaper. Yeah, the, you can get the console yeah, for $100 it's cheaper, be all just digital. digital. And you have, what, what's the store you get from Xbox? It's Xbox Live, right? Uh, I mean, that's the online, but the Microsoft uh, store? Microsoft, yeah. yeah. PlayStation Store and everything in between. What about uh, PC games? How do you do that? How's that work? Uh, I think there's multiple uh, ways. But, you mentioned Steam. Uh, Steam is the main one. Steam's the main one? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, just to go along with that, I mean, I think so too. And I think, you know, part of it is just the way things are going naturally. Like we said, you can get so much of your stuff online and um, digital copies of that thing. So, um, I think that it is soon to come and I think it's going to slowly fade out. But, um, there was this article in the Washington post that reported that, um, despite record stock surge, GameStop is still struggling to stay afloat. Sales have fallen 10 out of the last 11 quarters. GameStop hasn't turned a profit since 2017 Golly. and has gone through five chief executives in that same time frame. With more than 1,000 stores closed, there are about 5,500 stores that still remain. Consumers are increasingly purchasing digital versions of the games on platforms such as Xbox Live and PlayStation Store, leaving GameStop with both a dwindling supply and a dampened demand for used video games. You so know, I've noticed that going in there last the uh, last few times I've ever been in there. Oh yeah, me too. They've got nothing in there. We went in there uh, when we were on vacation, remember, yeah. in Tennessee, and nothing. that that store was terrible. It was just souvenirs. Yeah, pretty much. Um, T-shirts, backpacks. That's not video games. No, yeah. I mean, it's just a bunch of souvenir stuff. It was just out that there, or old, old, old. Like you know, when the PS4 first came out, games. You know, oh stuff yeah. like that. But now the last time that I went that, you know, besides, you know, on our trip, the last time I went was when uh, Destiny 2 came out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go uh, trade in Destiny 1 because I ain't going to play it again. I go in there. Oh, we don't take that. We ain't going to take Destiny 1. Yeah, we don't take that. And I was I was. I just remember mad. getting very mad when I was <laughs> younger and taking in a game that I had only had for a couple weeks that cost me $60. And they wanted to give me fifteen, fifteen, thirteen dollars for it. Um, I didn't take kindly to that. I was like, you know what? I'll just keep this. I'll just keep it. Maybe, maybe one maybe day. Maybe in fifty years, it'll be worth money. Yeah. Um. Possibly, but uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe. I, I I don't really know, but. Yeah, go check out that article if you want to. It's on the Washington Post about GameStop. Um, it, something I think the headline is even though stock is up, you know, it's still going down. You can see that there's like a a brick wall in the future going through the door of GameStop. Um, you know, unfortunately that's where it's at. But um, I think we're right, and I think it's pretty evident. Like we said, it's sad walking into a gaming store these days, and it's more for souvenirs and gaming relics than anything else. Um, personally, I'd like to see them make it 
I like to see them stay open and just have the option to do a physical place that's dedicated to video games. Um, well, you kind of want to root for them because of like Blockbuster. Right, exactly. Well, yeah, that's a, they they in that article. I actually, bro, I think that they actually put those two. Uh, they compare it. They compare yeah. the whole Blockbuster thing to the Netflix thing, and about how like this is this compared to the online gaming shops and everything. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that I would love to see a place that's still dedicated to all the video games that we know and love. Um, and I, I even thought maybe as far as revamp and rebrand themselves as possibly a gaming bar or something where maybe they sell games and drinks um, and coffee. And there's like a bunch of different stations set up where people pay to play some of the games with different consoles and stuff. And sounds... That is really big over in like uh, South Korea, right? Really? I believe I don't know. I, I mean, believe I think... so. I don't know for a fact, but I, I, I believe... Like gaming hubs? Yeah. I've heard of them. Like you just go and there's just lines of computers, 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 yeah, yeah. and consoles. That's what I'm saying. You like that go, would be you awesome. Sit there and play. Like there would be like a couple... 64 places, GameCube even, a couple of little stations where you could go and pick out whatever handheld maybe you wanted to play, like mm-hmm. get old like retro Game Boys and yeah. whatnot. I mean, and, and then like a library and just this array of different games. I think it would be super fun. It sounds like a, a fun and also, when you kind of think about it, equally depressing <laughs> as it kind of sounds like a, more of an interactive museum for gaming. But I'm just saying, I'd be down with it, and I'd probably enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it would be a fun place to go, uh, especially if we just couldn't have um, game stops and, and gaming shops as we know it today still around. Um, I think uh, we're about ready to wrap this one up. Do you have any closing thoughts, man? I do miss the... Uh, I mean... Like uh, talking about all this today, I do kind of miss miss playing the sixty four and the PS two now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean old Game all. Boy Color, Game Boy SP. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't get. To, I don't think we got to mention every single game that we've ever played and enjoyed. That would be a really long list. Oh, now man. we'll probably mention it again in another podcast. I'm sure. Um, but man, I mean, I think that we're definitely still gamers at heart. We probably always will be. We grow. We grew up in an age where. The evolution of gaming was just, it, it was um, miraculous, and it was just growing and growing and growing um, at this rate and technology level that was just um, unprecedented, and uh, I, we've had fun our whole lives up until currently, yeah. so uh, I, I continue. Had I, to grow I, up a little bit. Yeah, had to grow <laughs> up a little bit, but I, I promise I will still continue to have fun, and when my son's old enough to play games, we will be playing games together. Um and I'm going to keep Cody. I'm going to hold Cody to it. We'll be playing online soon, hopefully. Do something. At least hit up a chat like we said before. Um, but uh, to wrap this one up, you know, you either love them or you don't. And I think everyone in the world has played some sort of video game in their life at this point. But uh, anyway, just thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And if you want to watch this episode or check out our other episodes, go check us out at, um, on our YouTube channel at Gavin Lamb TV. And uh, also hit that subscribe button so you know when we have other videos coming out. Um, but uh, alrighty, folks, it's it's been a blast. Cody, thanks for joining me tonight. Thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you. And uh, until next time, guys, much love. 
Peace out.